You are listening to the Photo Bomb podcast with the world's greatest photographers, Boo Ray and Gary. Welcome to the Photobomb Podcast. My name is Blue Ray Perry, and joining me as always is Gary Hughes. Good afternoon. This is episode number 97. Nine, seven, We're nine, three seven. away from the big 100. The uh, week after Thanksgiving. Yeah. And uh, I have family in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like you're housing refugees in your studio. Uh, yeah, I've got uh, a lot of family here. Not so much the family. The family is good to have around. Yeah, I love family. The, uh, the dog... They oh they brought a dog. They brought the dog. They brought well. I don't I don't know technically if it's a dog. It's a, it's an animal of some sort, <laughs> but I'm not sure technically if it qualifies as a dog. Is it a purse it, dog? It weighs less than air. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. Like a like a carry all. It's a little. Dog. It's a toy poodle. Right. And uh, it barks mm-hmm. when it wants to bark, mm-hmm. and no one seems to notice the barking but me. <laughs> it's like am I going crazy? Yes. <laughs> like we'll be eating, and the dog is just barking. And everyone's just chit-chatting away, and I'm thinking, does no one notice this dog? That would it's drive just me barking? crazy. That would make me insane. It, it drives me, it drives yeah. me quite mad. I'd quite be, mad, Gary. Quite mad? Yes. Are you quite mad? I mean, there have been times in the past, because this is a yearly event, where I've come out of my office screaming, will someone please <laughs> stop the well, damn hammering? Luckily, small dogs only live 15, 16 years, so you'll be fine in <laughs> another decade. You should, you should be free of it, so that's pretty good. And we have to fly the dog. And, no. Right. And uh, the dog goes on the plane. Can't you just mail a dog? But here's it. This dog possibly you could. I tell you, I wouldn't <laughs> mind getting a dog flat enough to put into a, a mailer. Uh, you just get some get some sedatives from the vet and you just knock that dog put out. Put in a box. Put it in one of those, you know, not even a nice box. You just get one of those like one price, anything you can stuff right. in the box boxes. Stuff it in there? Yeah. Like an Afghan. Like an Afghan. The dog, <laughs> the dog's ticket costs more than the grandmother's ticket. Yeah. And the dog doesn't get a seat. No, he rides in the cargo hold. Yeah. No. No. Dog rides in the plane. Oh, in the plane. Mm-hmm. On her lap mm-hmm. in a little carrier. Mm-hmm. Why does a dog's ticket cost more? Now, I mean, if you brought a baby on the plane and the baby was going to sit on your lap, would you pay more for the baby? No, you, and if the baby's younger than two, you know, you don't pay. We fly with Ellie all the time. Okay. She's not quite two. Actually, that's where once she, she turns two in January and then we have to start buying her a ticket when we go places, so. I have no problem paying a little extra money for bringing a dog on a plane because you want a deterrent to be everyone bringing their dog on the plane. Right. Right. Yeah. But more money than – it's like $165 to fly grandma here. It's 250 for her to bring the dog. Just to buy a seat and put the dog in it. That, that's what I would do, but they won't let you do that either. Hmm. That's my thing. If I'm paying more for the dog than me, I want the dog in first class. Where is the dog's <laughs> mimosa? <laughs> you right? Bunch of dogs in top hats. Yeah. The, little like people clothes, the front, little, with their little monocle, yeah, their little earbuds <laughs> in, ignoring us cheap people as we file past. Yeah, the hipster dog with like the wool cap and like the hoodie, you know, just won't look up from its phone, you know, just tapping away. The hipster rich dog in first class, rich hipster, yeah, yeah, the yuppie puppy. <laughs> uh, proud of that? You're proud no, of that? Aren't you? I'm actually quite ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't understand. I don't understand. It should be like half price. You should be, it should be like you know for half the price of your ticket, you can also bring. Well, if you're going to hold the dog in your lap, you're not taking up any extra space. Exactly. But you are having, I don't know, I can't even imagine what the actual charge would be for because we take our child on and it doesn't cost us any extra. It's a deterrent. It's just the charges because they don't want you bringing your dog on the plane. And yeah. I get that. I don't want your dog on the plane with me. I don't either. Probably barking. Right. But in this one, no. But my point is, so I understand charging is a deterrent. But you, but they charge that much money because I guess that they've, they've determined that that's the break point where we will get 
you know, we'll make a profit off the dogs. If we charge more, we won't get any dogs at all, which is bad. And if we charge less, we get too many dogs and we make the same money. But only the really deranged, like, people who treat dogs like people are paying that money. Right. I mean, it's like, price, it's like pricing your prints. You've <laughs> got to figure out where the price point is. Let's circle back. Let's circle go. right back, baby. <laughs> You got to figure out where the price point is. Where you know, like when I was in radio and we used to sell advertising, or if you own a hotel, they say if your hotel is sold out, you're not charging enough money. Right. And that's the thing here. They they're trying to find the equilibrium balance for just the right amount of dogs and maximum profit. Okay, I feel you. I feel you. And that and that amount is more than grandma's ticket. Right. Yeah. Okay. But did you have to fly the dog down? Did you pay to fly the dog? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, okay. oh, oh yeah! Oh yes! So you, you've got I am the, the patriarch of the of the of the clan. Oh jeez! I, I am. Yes, so, I am. Yeah, me. I my friend. I just did the wedding in Houston. He and I love to commiserate about the fact that basically we pay for everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I hear <laughs> Are we you. going to dinner? Yeah, Blu-ray's paying for dinner. Yeah. Of we, course. We, everything's. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you're gonna need to like book some more weddings. Yeah. Sounds like you got an expensive life. And here's the thing about Grandma. I love her to death. But this is the thing that drives Bobby crazy, and she's not going to listen to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> when we go out to eat, she acts like she's never eaten anything in her life. Bobby? No. Bobby's oh, grandma. grandma. Oh. So what she, is that? Yes. Yeah, okay. I've never, I, you, know, I've, you know, I've never had buffalo sauce. You've had buffalo sauce. Yeah. That's <laughs> the point. What's a rigatoni? Yes, exactly. You're like, you're like, so now it's to the point where Bobby does not even let her order. Bobby just Bobby just goes oh she'll have you know it's like ordering like going out to a fine restaurant she'll have a peanut ex- butter jelly with an expensive sandwich, date you're like I'll have the linguine and clam sauce and the uh, lady will have the rigatoni she'll so have the duck and the yeah, lobster because if you let her look at the menu you're gonna be there till the next day yeah oh yeah oh yeah I've had this I've had this frustration with Julie what's an and olive I, and I know Julie listens to the show but she does this thing which I don't know you were in the service industry I was in the service industry right. so like for me you know what you don't want is the person at the table to go um. Could you recommend me something? It's like I have no idea what you like. Like right. I have no idea what you're allergic to. I, I can't tell you what to eat off the menu. Literally, it says under every item, everything that's in the dish. Like just pick the stuff that yeah. you like, right. and tell me what you. My job's to bring you the food and tell you what the specials are. And Julie does this. I'm like, I'm ready to go. Service here. I'm gonna order. I put my food in. Then it goes to Julie, and she goes. Yeah, um, you know, I'm really going back and forth. What's your favorite thing on the menu? <laughs> <laughs> And there's nothing new on the menu. Here's the no. thing. I don't care what restaurant. There's nothing. You never go to a restaurant anymore where there's like, you look at the menu, you're like, I've never heard I've of never any of these dishes. Yeah. What, what is this? No, it's all the same stuff everywhere you go. We were at a pizza place the other day, and it was make your own pizza, and they're spending 20 minutes trying to figure out what kind of pizza they want. Now, listen, I pretty much, at this point in your life, don't you know what kind of pizza you like? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Hawaiian. There you go. Yeah, stuffed crust, pepperoni. Right. You know what pizza you want. You walk in, oh my gosh, all these choices. All these choices have always existed. Yeah. There's a reason you didn't get There's barbecue not like chicken a whole on bunch your pizza. Of new stuff. There's a reason you didn't get broccoli <laughs> on your pizza before. There's a reason that, that Domino's doesn't sell these pizzas. It's because they suck. Pepperoni and mushrooms, ordered up. Let's go. Yeah, you know, it just doesn't have to be an all day affair. Let's call it, a, let's call it what it is. Tension just, is high. Tension is high in the Perry House. It's the holidays. It's, it's the holidays. Oh, it's holidays. Nice. Okay, so listen, uh, speaking of the holidays, uh, coming up tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. Well, this this podcast will come out on Monday the 28th. And tomorrow would be? Of November, and tomorrow will be the 29th, which will be Giving Tuesday. I'm sorry, didn't I just say that? I know, I'm just trying to say, like, give frame of reference, because we're not recording this on the Monday. We I'm pretending that we're on that day. I know, it always weirds me out. I know it does. I, I you, don't like, seem to, you can't get into the whole, you have to imagine know, that it's I Monday. Do, but I feel like I'm living in an alternate timeline. I feel 
I'm talking directly to the listener. I'm okay. saying tomorrow is Giving Tuesday. Forgive my interruption. Please continue. I know that tomorrow is, in fact, Thanksgiving Thursday. Well, what if they listen to this podcast world? on like a Wednesday or on? Well, Thursday? then that's their. Then, then this will remind them that they should listen to it on the day it comes out, Monday or whenever Gary decides to put it out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tomorrow. If this comes out on Monday, it will is Giving Tuesday. We have to put this out on time because we want to talk about Giving Tuesday. Yes, we do. So, it's so, so I give it to you, okay. uh, member of. But actually, you're not. It's not a committee. You're called a. It's a board of trustees. You're a trustee. Yes, I'm a trustee. You're a trustee. Well, um, if if you listen to the podcast at all, you know Boo Ray and I are both members of the PPA, the Professional Photographers of America, which is sort of the largest and you know oldest non for profit that uh, is you know for photographers for the education of photographers and the advancement of the industry and they do all these kind of cool things like you know lobby congress for your copyrights and stuff and all, all kinds of cool stuff and provide all these benefits but um I'm a, I'm a trustee I'm on the board of trustees for PPA charities and PPA charities is the in was it philanthropic phil and there it is philanthropic the philanthropic mm. arm of Man, PPA. i gotta take a drink of water before i even try it yes so. it's a it's a it's a philanthropic arm of ppa so what ppa charities does is it, okay say that again the philanthropic arm of ppa i feel the thropic part is not quite uh correct philanthropic Throp- you're, philanthropic like you're, philanthropy yeah but there seems to be a, a thro- there's some sort of an impediment <laughs> when you say the thropic are you saying part. i have a speech impediment I, yes Oh. Just on just on thropic. Oh, I'm not denying mine. Philanthropic. Yeah, philanthro- philanthropic. Yeah, that's the one. You're you're heavy on the th. It's the charitable arm of PPA. <laughs> you're like you're, you're like philanthropic. You're okay, very heavy on the philanthropic. Philanthropic. See, they, they, now, see, now it's just getting worse. Phil- now it's just going to get worse. <laughs> now we, you know, like if you say hamburger enough, it you know, suddenly can't say hamburger. Okay. Um, can I finish? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so what Sorry. PPA Charities essentially does is it creates opportunities for photographers to be able to use their photography to raise money for charity. So we have events throughout the year. We have, um, you know, uh, Family Portrait Month and Celebration Smiles. And these are all things where we provide marketing materials to these photographers and opportunities for them to be able to market their business. Because charitable marketing can be huge for business. It can actually bring in a lot of business to your studio while raising money for charity, which is really cool. So PBA Charities provides opportunities and resources for photographers to be able to market charitably and raise money for charities. And any money that goes to PBA Charities, it's called a pass-through charity. So what it essentially does is it, it, it raises up a bunch of money and then it gives it all away to different charities. And right. so Operation Smile is supported a lot by PBA Charities as well as I think we got stuff going on now with the Tiny Wings Foundation. And we're starting to work with Now I Lay Me Down to Sleep and in some and Don to more in the past and in some cases even like uh, when hurricane katrina happened uh, i think even individual photographers were supported who lost everything so there's a lot of cool stuff that ppa charities has the ability to every year the board meets and decides what portion of our funds that we raise are going to what charities and so it's actually a really cool uh it's a really cool organization i'm very proud to be a part of so um the thanksgiving has happened to us and since this is coming out on monday after thanksgiving uh, everybody knows about Black Friday. It's where you basically go punch somebody in the face for a TV uh, to save a hundred bucks. And then we also now have Small Business Saturday, which is you know you go on Saturday after Thanksgiving and you spend money at local businesses, locally owned businesses. And on on Monday, we're all familiar with Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday, right? Where you basically and, and now it's all bled into the whole week. It's just sales right. and sales and sales. But uh, so some years back, some really smart people got together and say, well, let's create a charitable day. To follow up the Thanksgiving holiday, and that's Giving Tuesday. So the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, on a worldwide, is Giving Tuesday. It's a charitable holiday where instead of going out and punching an old lady in the boob to save fifty bucks on a vacuum cleaner, 
you're going to take some of your money and effort and you're going to give to charity. And it's a really, really cool brand. It's a really cool idea for charities to be able to create a fundraising opportunity and to get everybody in the spirit of the holidays to become a part of that. So I just want to point out that when one day we put together the archive of this show. It's going to be punching old lady in the boob for vacuum cleaner. That's definitely going to be on the list of possible like top five lines ever delivered on the show. <laughs> with no comment or, 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 or sound from me when he said it. I just want to point out that I just let it roll right on through. Which is very rare yeah, for you. I just let it roll right on through that he said punching an old lady in the boob for a vacuum cleaner. In the boob. Yes. In the boob. Great, another great name for a band. A little long. Punching an old lady in the boob. For a vacuum cleaner. Okay, so, oh, by the way, we got to uh, mark that, because as soon as I'm talking about this, we're going to talk about something else. So what we're going to do... PP- what am I marking exactly? You mark what? Band names. Band name. Okay. okay. Gotcha. I'm going to write Come that right Come back to here. band names. Band And name. so um, on Tuesday, the 29th, which is tomorrow, if you're listening to the show, the day it comes out, is going to be PPA Charities Giving Tuesday event. This will be the second year that we've done this. Okay. And so what we do is we get a bunch of photographers from all over the industry to do a short Facebook Live mini class. And so you use Facebook Live to broadcast, and they're going to teach live. There's going to be shooting. There's going to be Photoshop. There's going to be marketing. And it goes from 8 in the morning until midnight. And so all these instructors will be giving classes on Facebook Live. And it's kind of like a pledge drive, if you have ever – but it's like a really awesome pledge drive where you learn how to make more money and take better pictures and cool stuff like that. Okay. um, It's going to take place starting at 8 a.m. on the 29th. And all you have to do to be a part of it is to go to PPA Charities. Facebook page, just search for PPA Charities on Facebook and follow the page. Make sure you like the page and then set it up so that you get alerts from it. So you can do that in the in the settings on Facebook or whatever. And so every instructor is going to be broadcasting on the PPA Charities Facebook page all day long. So every 15 minutes, there'll be a new class from a new instructor and it's going to be like, Bure, you are going to be doing a class for I'm us. doing a couple of classes. You're we, doing a couple of classes. Yeah, I'm doing a couple of classes. Also, we've got uh, Jeff Shaw, friend of the show. We've got Lori Nordstrom. And we've got uh, Jeff Rojas, friend of the show. Um, we've got some killer instructors, like we've got Alicia D'Amico, and we've got, you know, um, uh, Jen, Jen Hillingay, and we've got Dave Doppel, and we've got, you know, Corey Potter. We've got some amazing, f- and, and Megan DePiro, friend of the show. And we're doing all these classes all day long to raise money. Uh, and the cool thing is that, that these classes will also stay on the PPA Charities Facebook page. Right. So you can go back. And throughout the whole time, the instructors are going to be, and in each class, there will be a little bumper in between where people are going to be encouraged to go and make a donation of PPA charities. So as little as $10, you know, just to sort of do it. And then sort of kind of the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge kind of way, we sort of challenge other people. When you make a donation, then you tag two more people to challenge them to make a donation and so on. So last year we did it, and we were able to raise almost $12,000. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, so this year we're hoping to beat that goal, and it's going to be a pretty cool experience altogether. So, um, yeah, it's going to be. I'm going to be tuning in the whole day because there's some classes that I really want to see. So yeah, I've been looking at the list because because we're giving it, we also get to see what everyone else is doing. And I'm looking at the list, going, "Hey, this one and this one and this one." And so I'm thinking that Tuesday's going to be a <laughs> not getting work done day. Yeah, it's going to be well for me. The whole day is booked off. I'm going to be running it, posting right. it, reposting it. So I'm, I'm, I've actually, um, it's my job for PPA charities to be in charge of the event. So I've actually gathered all the speakers and me and Al Banky, who is who works with PPA charities, and and Bert Banky, who's the executive director of PPA charities, are all working together to put this event on with all these photographers. There's a lot going on behind the scenes to make this happen. For example, teaching photographers what Facebook is. And so that's going to be cool. <laughs> so, no, it's, it's, a, it's a phenomenal event with a lot of great education. The cool part is if you have a short attention span or you're busy a lot, you know, I know this, the holidays is busy for everybody, 
but if you tune in for 15 minutes, you can watch a whole class. Right. So I think we've got like, um, you know, somebody like Megan DePiro is going to be like how to how to answer the phones or how to get somebody booked in on the phone. And we're going to have Kara Derryberry is going to be doing like shooting with one light, you know, stuff like that. We're going to have like everything from shooting to I know that um, uh, Dave Dopel is going to be doing something. He's actually got a way to broadcast on Facebook Live to show his screen so he can teach Photoshop yeah. and do all that kind of stuff, workflow and Photoshop. Yeah, I wanted to mention that. It's a program that he uh, taught called um, OBS Studio. Right. And if you go, if you go, listen, if you go to the Facebook page right now for uh, PPA Charities, he put a video up there which will t- walk you through. You download this little program and it enables you to stream your desktop and your webcam to a Facebook Live feed. That's a really cool thing. It's a very cool thing. So if you want to do a Facebook Live feed where you do some editing or or anything, you can just do it. Instead of having to do it from your phone, you can do it right there at your desktop. It's a great little – it's not that hard to set up. It's a little bit – there's a little bit to it, but it took me maybe five minutes to figure it out. Uh, And it's it's great. And I was like, wow, this is really cool. Now I've got this. Now it's going to be much easier if I want to do a a video when I talk about editing or showing my desktop in any way. And and in fact, I'm one of the things that I'm doing – I'm going to do now because I have this tool, which I didn't have before. And one of my problems was um, at that time of day when I'm doing my second program, I wanted to do a certain thing. And I was like, I've got to have someone to hold the camera. I've got to have a model to stand for me. I've right. got to, and I don't have those people available to me. I, gee, I, well, I really wish I could do was show how I edit quickly in Bridge a wedding. Right. And, but, and that, now I can. Because, because of OBS Studio, so go right now and sign up for the PPA Charities website. Start following the I mean, start following the Facebook page, and you can find that video if this is something that would help you in any way uh, with your business. You want to you want to uh, stream uh, to a client? You can do it. Here's a, here's the other part. At midnight, okay. I will be I, at eleven forty five. I will be delivering the last class of the day. Oh, really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, the title of my class is Musical Explosion Fun Time. Okay, well, so that. That I've been I've been present in. You're not going to want to miss that in a musical explosion fun time uh, with you before. Yes, it's so going to be I, good. I think that this will be quite. Anyway, I don't want to make the whole show about it because it's topical only, and if you have it. But if if you're listening to this after November 29th, after Giving Tuesday, you can still go and watch yeah. all these classes on the PPA Charities Facebook page. So follow PPA Charities on Facebook. Make sure that you're tuned in to get alerts from PPA Charities. And tune in on the 29th or go there after the fact, and you can watch all that education. I would encourage you to donate to PPA Charities. It's an amazing organization with really great people, and it empowers photographers to use their businesses to raise money for charity and to make more money using charitable marketing. It's pretty cool. I mean, the fact that it's going to be on the Facebook page after, so if you're listening to this a year from now, it's still there if you go find it. We're talking about 16 hours of instruction right. for free. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty right. Wild. Yep. So go and donate some money, loser. Yeah. If you're going to watch this, I'm just saying. It's, you've got 10, 20, 10, 20 bucks. It's not going to kill you. I say just ten bucks is all we ask yeah. for people. Donate and to PPA charity. Donate ten bucks and then challenge two more people. Like just tag them on Facebook. Operation. I know. I know. When I first got involved with the PPA, Operation Smile seemed to be one of the bigger um, things that PPA charities was involved with. Right. That's. I think that's maybe the first and the longest running relationship. Um, Operation Smile is a huge charity that brings in millions of dollars, but is a very worthy cause. And I think that. It's also got brand recognition that a lot of people will be able to recognize. When you're marketing charitably, that's one of the things that um, can add juice to your marketing is when you're paired up with a charity that's very recognizable and trusted. Do you feel it's recognizable? Do you think people know what Operation oh, yeah, Smile we, is? We do headshots for charity events a few times a year now, and we give to Operation Smile through PPA Charities. For and those of you who might not know what Operation Smile, what they do, the focus that they do is? Well, Operation Smile basically sends um, doctors to third world countries to perform 
you know, uh, cleft palate surgeries. And so they basically, um, and this would say, if you ever seen anybody with that sort of split upper lip, right. you know, cleft lip, cleft palate, these are, these are not just a cosmetic problem. These are like, can they have, they vary in their intensity and the cause of it, um, you know, is, is this is something that you're born with. It's easily repairable. Like if you were born in the United States, they'd fix it right away. Right. And it wouldn't, it would be you know, lumped into your hospital bill or something. Yeah, like that. Well, yeah. If you're born in the third world, it's like it's not something that that is. I mean, kids live with this; they grow up with that, like a big gaping hole in their face. But it's not just cosmetic, and in many cases, can can hamper the ability to eat, can hamper the ability to speak. You know, and so it's a really debilitating problem. And so Operation Smile pays for doctors to go and to do a bunch of these surgeries to repair these cleft palates and cleft lips for kids. And so, um, what's really cool about it is that they have gotten the cost down to like $240 per surgery. That's amazing. Yes. And so if you can raise $240, you can pay for a surgery, which is really, really cool. So if you How don't- come it is that everything that's charitable in another country, how come it's always like $240 for a cleft palate surgery? It's like a nickel can feed a family of four for a week. Right. How come that is? Because of the economy, I guess. I don't know. I'm not, a, I'm not an economist. You know, it's, it's always that way. Like when Halloween, when you were a kid, you would go around with the, you, what was it, the UNICEF? UNICEF. The UNICEF like, and it was like, your quarter can feed a family of four for two years. Yeah, well, I didn't say to feed them steak. I know. It, you know? You know it's just always, it, it's so cheap. It makes you, I want to go to a third world country and get things done. I tell you, I've been to uh, places that would be considered less industrialized, and it's a lot, a lot less expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but so anyway, so I know Operation Smile is, is a big right. charity. That we're so yeah, with. a portion of what PPA Charities brings in goes to Operation Smile, and some goes to other charities, and some sell in reserve to give out in, in discretionary uh, incidents. Right. So if you have a not-for-profit that needs funding, you can actually apply to PPA Charities for funding, which is really cool. So if you started a not-for-profit, like recently friend of the show, Christy Newell, right. Tiny she Wings. started the Tiny Wings Foundation, and she applied and was accepted for funding from PPA Charities. So there's a lot that's really cool about the flexibility of being a charity like PPA Charities. But anyway, so Giving Tuesday, the 29th, basically, if you missed it, it's still there. You can go and watch all the classes, and it's November 29th all day. And if you're after November 20th, you can still go and watch sure. it. So it'd be really cool. Band names? Right. Okay, so I got a, a ukulele. For my birthday, you got a ukulele. My birthday was Thanksgiving, right? So this was your birthday. Your this was your birthday party, which which we have to talk a, a little bit about how you were dressed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So basically, I Julie got me a ukulele for my birthday. Okay. Because I've been wanting. You and I talked several years ago. Um, when I ran into you at the FPP at the Focus Convention, right. and you were playing a ukulele, and you said, "Well, you know, I'm more of a guitar player, like, but I got this because it's just easier to bring with me when I go places, and I can just sit yeah." I was addicted on. to it for like a year. I, I took it with me when I was sitting in the car line, right, to yeah. pick up my kids at school. I took it everywhere. And so, anyway, I got a ukulele. I've been learning to play some fun stuff on the ukulele, having a good time with it. And so there's surprisingly a lot of ukulele out in music right now. A lot of new music is yeah. ukulele. And um, so my friend Johnny and I, my good friend Johnny. We were uh, talking about starting a band because we play guitar together all the time, and um, we just you know sit on my porch and play on our acoustic guitars or whatever. We were like, let's let's start a ukulele band, and we want to start a. And we were trying to think of great names for for our ukulele band. All right. So we're thinking like, let's do like a a a Metallica cover band and call it like Metallica, or let's do like a. Uh, let's do like a 90s, um, you know, uh, 80s, 90s alternative music, and we'll call it Sonic Uke. You know, okay, like, that's like, a good one. So I like got, that one better. We, got, we basically, and we both really like um, country music, and uh, and we both really like all, um, you know bluegrass, alternative Americana stuff. Classic and, rock band called Uke Box Hero. You, oh, 
dude, seriously? That's amazing. <laughs> Youth Fox Hero. Ha! <laughs> okay, so I said, let's start a, an alt-country band, and we'll call it the Ukes of Hazard. Oh, that, yeah. oh, that's good. Come on, right? The Ukes of Hazard. The Ukes of Hazard. Oh, that's that, that may be the winner. That's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Like so, that. um, yeah, the Ukes of Hazard. Yeah, the Ukes of Hazard. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so my birthday party, because my birthday's on Thanksgiving, so we always celebrate my birthday. It's usually really close to Thanksgiving, like right. the day before, the day after, or the day of, depending on the year. So we can never really have my birthday party or do anything for my birthday with my friends on my actual birthday. It's usually like a week before or a week after. Totally fine. Don't care. First world problems. So we had a party um, this past week on the Saturday, and it was an 80s-themed party, and it was pretty great. So it was a costume party. I had a lot of fun doing it. Right. And so um, I was really, really proud of my costume. I was... Uh, I was Flash Gordon. Yes. See, I wanted from to, the movie. I wanted to do something because I was born in 1981. I wanted to do something from the year I was born, and that was 1981. See, to me, this is funny because 1981, I had the soundtrack to Flash Gordon Queen, yeah, on a track in my car. Yeah, you were, <laughs> you were born that year. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> what do you want to say, Boo? You're an old man. I am compared to you. I am. We forget. Well, you don't. You remind me constantly. Yeah. But um, but, but I yes, I was working at Danny's Fried Chicken and listening to the Flash Gordon soundtrack on it's a great track soundtrack on my way home. Flash, ah, <laughs> he'll save every one of us. So no, no. no. Yes. So I went with the simpler Flash Gordon costume. There's a in the beginning of the movie when he first gets to the other planet or whatever. Like he's got on khakis and a white shirt. With like red, I forget what it's called. Uh, it's got red, the piping. The pipe, yeah, it's it. like a pipe shirt with like red around the neck and around the sleeves, and across the front it just says Flash in big letters. Like he wears a shirt. He's with a his football. Own name he's on a football player. He wears yeah. his own name on his. Right, exactly. Yeah. So then, um, and so I got all that together. We, I went to Goodwill. I was like, I'll find some khakis that look era specific, and I'm going to try to find. I walked in, walked over to the section where the white t-shirts are. Because you ever been to Goodwill? We have a huge one in Orlando that's like the size of a Walmart. And so they color coordinate the T-shirts. So there's just a big wall of T-shirts and all the white T-shirts, all the green T-shirts, all the brown T-shirts. So I walk over, and there's one white T-shirt with the red piping around. Right. Short sleeve T-shirt. Right. And I walk over, and it's my size. And oh, it's perfect. Like, right, oh. perfect. Then I walk over to the khaki section. There's one pair of khakis in my size, and they're perfect, exactly perfect. And then I'm looking through, and I said, okay, I, you know, I wasn't thinking anything else. I told Ellie, my, my little daughter, I was going to bring her something back. Then maybe I'll find a cute hat. So I'm looking through like the hats and I find a wig. <laughs> and it's a wig. In the hats. You're looking through the hats and there's a wig in there's the There's a hat. wig. There's like a, there's like a blonde wig and Flash right. Gordon is platinum yeah, blonde. Right. There's a platinum blonde wig with like the part down the middle. It looks very, very similar to Flash right. Gordon's haircut in right. that movie. It was like, it was like the universe wanted me to be Flash Gordon. Well, it was a great, it was a great thing to do because I don't know that it would have played as well if not for the movie Ted, which right. came out a few years ago and right. they were obsessed with Flash Gordon and so that that kind of brought it back around. Otherwise, there are a lot of people who would have been like, what, I don't even Half know what that is. Half the people who came to my house that night were like, uh, they they laughed and and they didn't know who it was. Yeah, they I mean, thought, people in the eighties didn't know who it was. The movie right. bombed, famously bombed. Yeah, but it was still excellent. Timothy Dalton was in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Ming the Merciless Ming, was in that movie. Ming the Merciless, <laughs> Timothy Dalton. <laughs> so anyway, I'll post a picture on the Facebook page. It's like a it's a side by side of me dressed as Flash. You didn't go all the way with the. You didn't shave though. I, did, I noticed. That. I wasn't going to sh- shave for it. No, you know. Sorry. You're yeah. okay with the shave. I'm saying you're not one of those guys. Some guys they have to have a beard. Well, because you know. just without the beard, you're like, no, dude, beard. Well, I just, yeah, I just look like I'm 10. You know, I look like a teenager without my beard it's on. It's going to be so. a day when you're going to be wishing 
that you could look like you were 10. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Give me a day when you're like, what can I do to look younger? I, I understand that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, and no, but it's, it's funny to see because I like the, the me with a beard in the Flash Gordon yeah. costume next to him. And he's got this famously like chiseled jaw. Yeah. And clean shaven. But it was a pretty good party. Had somebody dressed as sloth from the Goonies. We had a Miss Pac-Man. You know, we had some really cool, really cool costumes. All so right. To continue fun. this trend of, of, of today's show, uh, which is all about Gary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got a call from a friend of the show, Jerry Gionis. I did. Well, I got an email from Melissa. From Melissa Gionis. Gionis, yes. Gionis. 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 Schedule. <laughs> yeah, so Melissa Gion has uh, sent me an email, and I, I uh, and I w- I've been invited to judge at WPPI's print competition this oh, year. Yeah. It'll be my first time going to WPPI, and it'll be really, really exciting. I find this interesting because stuff. I didn't think that you were on their radar. Well, you know, the th- you know, just like anything else, it's just like you talk to a couple of people, and then it comes back around. Like I, I know enough people that have done it where, I, you know. It, Look, the thing is about where if you want to be a speaker, if you want to be a judge, if you want to be anything else, like you have to, if you want to be successful in your business, if you want to grow in any way, it's never like opportunities just come to you. Like opportunities are disguised as people. Right. You know, you can't treat people like opportunities. That's not how you do good business. But opportunities are given to you by people through relationships. And that's just the way the world has and will always work. If they don't know you, they can't think of you to recommend you for something, you know. It happens all the time. I'm on the speaker selection committee for IUSA, and people will send me an email or recommend people, or I'll see somebody, and they'll be on the top of my mind when it comes down to, hey, who do you think would be good for this? And I make that suggestion to the committee. It's whoever's on the top of my mind most of the time. Right. And so, like, that's just how these things work. And so um, there's, there's the, I, I'm actually kind of intimidated because, like, the level of – it's just a whole new world because I've just been in PPA so long and I'm, uh, you know, that um, I've never really been over there and, and kind of looked at the other organization. And I think, and there's some really phenomenal work, some great image makers and some really admirable photographers and stuff over there. So we had that whole episode we did with Jerry and Alyssa where they talked about all the stuff they're doing with the competition over there. So I'm really excited to see it up close. I uh, It's interesting because the judging is going to be different too because WPPI, whereas PPA is all about getting your merits and getting your degrees and then there's the GIAs, but that's a small thing. You know, $500, I think, you for winning a GIA, you get like 500 bucks or something. Not like a small thing to win a GIA, but $500 well, I mean, isn't a lot of money. But but I, mean, but I mean, in terms of it's not, you know, it's not, which WPPI is a cash money contest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, first prize is serious, there's a little bit of money. A little bit of money I don't know exactly what it is on the yeah. comment, but the, the scoring is different. I think they have a couple of things that they look for. A little bit differently, like I think that originality is a really, really strong component of what they're looking for. So, like you, I think you can score really high if it's something kind of new and exciting. I think that that's what that blows people away. Whereas, uh, you know, uh, PPA has a little more of a depending on the judges, depending on the panel, depending on the competition. Um, I think that there is an appreciation of sort of the mastery of sort of a lot yeah. of the bread and butter of photography. Yeah. PPA, the, the well, PPA the is all about, PPA is all, all of, uh, impact is very important, which is usually, there's a little originality there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and impact is very important, but PPA also very much about stripping everything away from the image that would be bad. Yeah. You know, show, you know, you know, removing all the, imp- you know, making the perfect image. Right. Whereas WPPI, a little bit more about wow factor, you think? A yeah, little bit I more think about- it's, it's a little, by, by and large, I think it's a little cleaner uh, for the most part. Like, there isn't as much um, emphasis. I think they almost de-emphasize Photoshop a little bit. Like, they have the digital artistry categories are separated from the photographic categories. And so you won't, what you won't see is... 
you know, 30, 3,500 layer composites in the wedding day category. Oh, they have okay. A, they have a lot more categories. And so they, 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 they seem to have successfully sort of corralled um, the, the digital artistry away from the photography, but not in a way that diminishes either one. You know what I mean? And so, I, again, I haven't done it yet. So it's just going to be in February. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it because I'm sure when you're done that you're going to have some insights. Right now I'm just doing a lot of research yeah. on, on uh, what's, what, what should be expected, what I need to know. Their scoring is, is very much the same except um, in st- the categories are like silver and gold and, and elite. And they have these different categories for medals, for things that score. And each one, you know, so I mean – I'm having to learn their way. Right. But there's going to be a lot of judges that I'm familiar with, people who are also judges at PPA. And so there's going to be a lot, there is some crossover there. So it should be a really incredible experience. You know, I love and appreciate my experience uh, at becoming a, a PPA juror, which has been amazing. And I, and I love the process and I really, really have grown to appreciate it. It's going to be really cool to see it in a different way. Yeah. And I think that, um, uh, I, hopefully what we can bring back to it is to sort of f- to find the best way to do all of it and see what's appreciated differently and what processes work and what don't work. I'm, I'm really, really, because I'm really into the judging process. I'm right. really excited to see some new ideas and to see what else is being done. It's going to be really cool. All right, let's wrap this thing up. Don't forget, if you would like to uh, check us out, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash photobombpodcast. Slash photobombpodcast. <laughs> slash. Did I say flash? No. <laughs> Flash. Uh, All right. King of the Impossible. Okay. That's my favorite line in that song. King of the Impossible. The savior of the universe. He'll save every one of us. And King of the Impossible. King of the Impossible sounds like something, like if you're 12 and you're writing, like, you know, if you're Napoleon Dynamite and you're writing a song, you're like, okay, what can we, King of the Impossible. Yes, that's right. Flash Gordon, King of the Impossible. King of the Impossible. King of the Impossible. And uh, don't forget to go to the Facebook page for PPA Charities. Yes, PPA. Which is. It's facebook.com slash PPA Charities. All right. You can find uh, Gary online at HughesFiorelli.com. Indeed. You can find me at BooRayPerry.com. And we will see you back here again next week. If you're lucky. See you. (laughs) 